Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to AGP. As always, I am your host, Amanda Gillum, also known as Lady Vader 79. And, of course, AGP is brought to you by the amazing sponsors of Hasm Productions with their amazing all-ages comic, Peanut Put It In Jelly, the wonderful Scott Comics with their all-ages comic, Our Supermom. Of course, we also want to thank the Gym City Comic Con, who is also going to get, bring us Jesse Noble today. So we thank them for being a sponsor. The Champion City Comic Con, which will be coming to you sometime later this year year and of course we also want to thank UVN the underground video network for also being a wonderful sponsor and of course we also need to thank wonderful Sean Forney illustration and their amazing comic the Scarlet Huntress and Mr. Mark Kidwell from Images 68 we want to thank all of our sponsors for making AGP the podcast possible and AGP the video gaming network possible as well and as I said one of our sponsors the Gem City Comic Con is giving me full benefits of being able to mess with the man with the plan sort of and the man who gets things done as long as he doesn't jesse it mr jesse noble welcome to the show jesse hi amanda (laughs) how are you (laughs) tired (laughs) there's a the, the next two weeks is a major crunch week but i think you know why um because i'm way behind on everything and I keep coming up with reasons to put it off. You're not supposed to put stuff off. This is not the time to procrastinate. You're supposed to be on it. Come on now. Well, if not now, then when? <laughs> um, I don't know because I don't put things off because I like to get stuff done. But that's because I put everything in a schedule because I'm obsessive compulsive. That's my fault. Yikes. Well, that's, why, <laughs> that's why you're in charge. <laughs> well, I am very, <laughs> I am very glad to see that you were able to make the show because I heard that you've been suffering from an upper respiratory infection. Yeah, that's that's true. I've been wiped out for the last couple of days, which made it really easy to put off lots of things all at once. So in that respect, it's pretty productive. <laughs> that has to suck, though, especially during this busy time for you. And you said you lost eight pounds. Yeah, I. I did. I I weighed. This was yesterday uh, morning. Well, it was afternoon. I was 160 pounds, which is that was my running weight when I was really thin. You know, when people were asking me if I was sick um, a couple of years ago, but uh, I, I bounced back from that, and I was a buck sixty again the other day. I'm about to say you didn't weigh much to begin with. Like eight pounds is that losing like half of your body weight? <laughs> Not quite. It, it didn't feel like a good eight pounds before. I was, I was, I felt pretty strong, and I felt like that was a good, you know, fighting weight. But not, not to lose it over over four days between water loss and not being able to eat. That's that's not the, that's not the best way to do it. <laughs> no, definitely not. So, so if, if so, yeah. malaria would be a great. They they should they should use malaria to as as a weight loss 
tool if that's if it is a good way, but I doubt it is. I mean, if it is, uh, somebody sign me up. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think you want eating malaria. healthy stuff, I don't like it. It's not my thing. So we got a huge thing coming up in two weeks, April 1st and 2nd. The Gym City Comic Con is coming to the Dayton Convention Center in Dayton, Ohio. Yep. Sound a little bit more excited about this. Come on, help me out here. Yep. So. <laughs> That's, that is what it is. Woo, yay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, for anybody who may not know what the Gem City Comic Con is, enlighten them on what Gem City Comic Con is. Oh, Mandy, you're killing me. Uh, Gem City Comic Con is uh, the premier Comic Con in Dayton, Ohio, that takes place in April. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's it's a comic show about comics for people who love comics. We've got creators, writers, artists, um, editors, anchors everybody that has a hand in creating a comic, plus some of the best dealers in the Midwest, more overstreet advisors than you can shake a stick at. Um, and it's, it's becoming a destination convention for people who love comics without all the accoutrement of TV and media stars and um, pro wrestlers and, and gutter salesmen and gun salesmen and uh, bank card lenders and stuff like that. It's all about comics. And just comics and only comics. So. Yay, comics! <laughs> yep. <laughs> now you said that you have comic creators coming here. Uh, why don't you name yeah, some of the creators of that you have? Oh, you're killing me. Um, I was supposed to. I, when are you going to learn to bring your website up for this show? Well, I was just thinking that I, I I started to, and then somebody sent me a message on Facebook. I started to answer them, and then you started answering asking questions. And I should really have this bookmarked by now. <laughs> well, right. here, let me let me start you off. Um, one of the do. creators that you have coming is Mr. Kyle Starks. Uh, mm-hmm. He is probably best known for writing the comic of one of the most popular shows on Cartoon Network, Rick and Morty. Yep, and I haven't met I haven't met um, Kyle yet, but when I, I announced that he was coming, a number of other creators went, "That's awesome! Kyle's hilarious!" and and he was recommended by uh, Christy. Um, Dr. Uh, Christy, as I'm going to start referring to her as just Dr. Christy. Um, and I guess he did an in-store and was a big hit at their shop in uh, Muncie. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm pleased to meet him. And, yeah, we've got some other guests, too, I guess. I don't. <laughs> well, you just mentioned one of them. Oh, Christy. Of course, Christy's going to be there. Um, I suppose I could read the website now. I have it here now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, we've actually had a couple of recent um, additions that I know you noticed. But uh, uh, Steve noticed. Geiger, yes, you have noticed. Um, and because at one point we were sold out and then someone said, well, you should really invite them. And they said, yeah, I'll come. And then uh, I had to say, well, if you want them to come, can you give them half your table? And they said, I guess I have to. <laughs> so um, to that end, uh, Steve Geiger, who's a, a Marvel co- uh, cover artist, in the 80s, we recognize him from a bunch of Punisher stuff as well. I mean, I was I was surprised that he he lives so close. I was I I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> so he's coming. Um, and then uh, Jason Moore, uh, an anchor from uh, he, he's up in Michigan, 
who I always associate with just real with um Kelly Jones and um actually Kyle Hotz too, but just really fine ink lines. I'm, I'm I like inkers a lot. Um, the the black and white just really does it for me a lot of times. So like when I see someone like Jay Luston inking or making me angry by how easy it makes it look, he makes it look. I I, I, I just lean more towards inkers. I have a lot of inkers at my show. <laughs> I'm off topic. Um, and then uh, I don't know how many more you want me to do. I, I have to mention Barry Kitson uh, because um, you know yeah. coming all the way from I- England and uh, he's. He's been absolutely great to talk with. He's the only problem is is he's uh, he's an Arsenal um, uh, fan, which is an English soccer club. I shouldn't have mentioned that, um, but we've argued a little bit about that, grip each other a little bit. But it's been great uh, working with Barry, and he's been very generous with our show. And I really hope the fans take advantage of uh, of, of having Barry come all the way to our little corner of the world to share his love of comics with them. Not a problem. Yes, yes, I am. I have 15 of my comics already for him, packed, ready to go. <laughs> awesome. What, you don't think I went through? I, I I messed up last year because you had Art Thurbert, and I have like 18 of his comics, and I didn't get them signed last year. I'm not making that mistake this year. Uh-uh. Nope. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, who else you, do I let's have? See. Oh, you also oh, have oh, Arvell oh. Jones. Yes, that's a... That, that's been another one of these little goals of mine. Um, I'm, I'm sensitive to the fact that that we need to have more diversity. And um, somebody pointed out to me last year that that you know we weren't there wasn't a lot of African American uh, representing artists and stuff there. So I, I went out of my way this year and kind of opened that up a little bit. And Arvell, I had invited him a number of years, and it just so happened that he was free. There wasn't something up in Michigan or something north that he could get to easier and they decided to come on down so that was kind of a win-win on that and yeah Arvel. uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> you also have howard mackey howard i've been a fan of are we going to do this with everybody <laughs> no no okay but howard is a um is a writer of course and he's he he's penned some of my favorite marvel uh storylines and comics most notably the some of the uh, the Spideys, um, I guess they're called they're Volume Two. They're the the Marvel Implosion issues in there somewhere. Um, I like those real well. I'm not I'm not sure how well they're regarded, but I regard them well. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> but of course, of course, we have more than just guests. I mean, there's more than just comic creators that are the show. We have amazing. There's ama- amazing vendors. Uh, but there's also a lot of things to do at Gem City Comic Con, whether during the show or even after the show. Um, last year, you guys went over to the Warp Ring Brewery, if I remember correctly, where you had yeah. your drink straw, and that seemed to go over really well. And I believe they have asked you guys to come back, and you're doing your second annual Gem City Comic Con drink and draw there? Right. We've actually partnered up um, with Warp Wing, and we're we're looking to expand that. You know, we're, we, we like... Uh, we like what each other does. Like they like the show, and we like uh, we like beer. <clears throat> um, so we've we're, we're looking to team up a little bit more this coming year. It got away from us a little bit this year, but more than just trading logos and stuff like that, they're going to help us produce some art. And we're looking at maybe for next year having a Gem City a palette of, of a Gem City brew of some sort, something that's um, 
that has some some gem city to it. I haven't quite figured it out yet what we want to do. I'm actually thinking like a, a mint cream ale. That's no, I'm not. I'm just I just made that up. But um that's 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 where we're going. We're definitely having a, a drinking draw there this year. Um and hopefully for more years to come. But yeah, it was a great venue. Um and we we had sort of had a silent auction for some of the, the art that went up and that went to um last year went to a couple of charities, but this year um, we're raising money for a scholarship fund um, at the, uh, the, I think it's called Play Kettering, but it's specifically for the um, the Rosewood Art Center, which is a uh, community art center that um, puts on classes and stuff. And this is goes to help buy supplies or provide, um, I don't know if they call it tuition, but provide um, for classes for underprivileged uh, kids that want to be exposed to art. I mean, I can't think of anything better to spend money on other than comics from me. Um, <laughs> the, the, yeah, the Rosewood. Leave me somewhere and, else, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, of course, this year you actually have a nice sponsor for your cosplay contest. Uh, your, cos- uh, your cosplay contests are going to be sponsored by Roma Collectibles and is hosted by Miss Mary Mercenary this year. Yep, that's that's right. They came on. They were another late edition. We had a someone had to pull out of the show, and they were um, with Are You Game out of Piqua, um, and they've been a great sponsor of the the pro or the the cosplay for a number of years. Um, but I guess their shop is growing in leaps and bounds. Um, and they just had to stop and take a moment to get it organized and get it ready for the next big leap that they're making. Um, so they had to pull out at the last minute, <laughs> and then. Um, Luckily enough that Roma was able to step in and Mary Mercenary was able to come in and help lead us into this next this next year's costume contest. But she is a phenomenal cosplayer. She really is. I love her mystique and she has I love her Hell Girl too. It's an amazing costume. And right. the adult costume contest is on Saturday and the children's costume contest is on Sunday, if I am not mistaken. That is correct, and I know you're reading it. And if if you're reading it off the website, there's an eighty percent chance that it's correct. Actually, no. Um, so somebody got asked to be one of the guest um, judges for the costume contest. I can't do it. No, me. Uh, oh, it was you. That's right. It, it was. was you. <laughs> so yours truly is also going to be one of the judges for the costume contest. Um, and because I like to have fun, I'm wearing my Princess Leia for the adult costume contest. Because if you're going to judge a costume contest, you should be in costume. It's just proper. And then I'll wear my uh, Ruby Rose for the kids' costume contest. I think that would be fun. Who's Ruby, Ruby Rose? I'm she is from a... Animated series from the creators of Rooster Teeth. Oh, of course. Who, I knew that. I knew that. Actually, where I was oh. thinking it was, who's, who, who's the Chris Tucker's character from The Fifth Element? That's, uh, Ruby Rod. No, I'm that's not who that I thought part. it was. That would be great. I would <laughs> love to see that. As as loud as I possibly can be, I'm, I, I, I can't pull off those clothes like he can. I, I don't have that kind of a figure. Absolutely not. <laughs> and, of course, one of the things is, guys, when it does come to the costume contest, 
Um, you can dress as your favorite pop culture character or creation. Uh, make sure that you register onto the costume uh, onto the contest at the cosplay contest uh, table. Which you can, if you go over to the GemCityComicCon.com, there is a map there. It'll show you it. I believe it's section F9 on the map. Um, yep. Registration is free. It begins at 10 and continues until the parade starts. Um, at 3 o'clock, there will be a cosplay contest table to start the parade of costumes. The parade will wind its way around the floor of the show and find its way upstairs to panel room A for judging. Uh, the judges will then narrow the field to the most interesting, creative, and outrageous cosplayers. Each will be given a moment to talk about their costumes, character, and pose for pictures. And please, pose for your pictures so we can put them up on the website. We would greatly appreciate it. Trust me, we've hired some amazing photographers to take some amazing pictures, and we would love to be able to show your picture to the world over on our website. And then, of course, after that, our judges will deliberate, and we will award prizes for first, second, and third place. If you're not reading that, you are amazing. I highlighted notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made some little scribbles. Yeah. <laughs> now, the other thing about the costume contest that I have to mention is that it's in I, I've heard anecdotal evidence of this. I don't know if it's true. Um but you know, our costume contest is kind of lighthearted. Um, you know, it's fun to see people get dressed up and stuff like that, and it's really not about the prize. So we offer small prizes. We don't want a fist fight or, you know, hurt feelings. Um it's it's just about the fun of it. <laughs> so remember and it that. Is. I, and and yeah. that's actually the theme of Gym City is it's all about fun. Um, that's why, you know, you're, you're not limited to, you know, just being able to walk around and just meet creators. We, you know, we do have the drink and draw. There's the costume contest. There's even gaming that is sponsored by uh, Bell Book and Comic. Uh, they have a Pokemon League Cup going on uh, on April 1st on Saturday. Uh, for the Masters, it's $20. For juniors and seniors, it's 10 Registrations from 11 to 12. And then the tournament starts at 12. Not that the only Pokemon that I play is Pokemon Go, so. I play, I play Pokemon. Me and Gray play Pokemon in uh, the card game. And it's it's actually surprisingly fun. If I had known about it, or if if, if I had been a little bit younger when it came out, I would have been all about it so hard all about it but i wasn't and i'm not so <laughs> just i'm i'm warning you if you see me on the phone i can't promise that i'm working the entire time i could be running around trying to catch pokemon or finding a poke center or taking over a gym i'm just pre-warning right now i was down there a week or so ago and there was the stop that had been there it's not there anymore put it back i need I know, a new pokemon was- there, there was a stop that, like, um, that because I, I go down there a couple times a year, and the one time I went there, I could sit in their office and keep hitting the same stop, and it was great. Um, but I went down there again, and they, I guess they, somebody asked for it to be removed or something like that because it was gone. Because um, right. I, I wanted somewhere to put a bunch of incense. I was going to buy, you know, incense packs or, or lures and just have them running all day, but that stop is not there anymore. <laughs> okay, I'm a little depressed because I need some new Pokemon because I've caught everything that's here in uh, Oxford and I need something new. I need something fresh because I need Team Valor to be victorious across everything. Which one's Valor? Red. Of course I picked uh, red. What, color, what, other, <laughs> what other color would I pick? Have you seen all... My entire wardrobe is red and black. Of course I'm going to pick the red team. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm, I'm yellow, and I'm not sure why I picked yellow. I can't. I, what is yellow? In, in, instinct. In- <laughs> I follow my instinct. It said pick red. <laughs> right. Um. Uh, but you also have um, other games, since we were talking a little bit about games. Um, there is a Star Wars Destiny game that is going to be held mm. on Sunday, April 2nd, from yep. 10.15 to 4 p.m. Star Wars! Yay! Star Wars! We love... Um, the format is the 64 players max, with six rounds of Swiss-style pairing and a cut to the top eight. Yes, this I am reading. Top eight will be a single elimination for a single winner, getting a box of the newest set of boosters, Spirit of the Rebellion, so that's 36 booster packs. Um, other prizes will be announced on the day of the event. Uh, obviously, you definitely want to check that out. And there's also the Galatune demos and gameplay. If you have not checked out Galatune at this point in time, I highly recommend anybody who's into card games really take a look at this. This is an amazing card game. It's about 30-minute gameplay between two to five players. And this is something that the entire family can enjoy. And it has already grabbed my attention and I'm a huge fan of it and I'm someone who I played Pokemon, I played Yu-Gi-Oh I play Magic the Gathering and I absolutely love and adore this game so I highly recommend you guys checking out the Galatoon that's going on also while you guys are there yeah definitely do that Um, he uh, won what's his name Adam Adam yeah he won a um, at Bright State he won a um, they sort of have like a, a in the College of Business, they have a, a shark tank sort of thing. And he went up there and competed against people that did um, like um, drones flyover for rural, you know, in rural America, they do dry, you know, drone flyovers to look at your crops to see where you need to seed and do this. Um, just a number of really great ideas. And then he came up there and wowed this, a, a crowd of investors. Um, and he won the scholarship or the, the prize money, which was it was a bunch of money to help you know them on to the next level. I was real excited about that. But hey, speaking of gaming, not to take anything away from what you're going, I want to mention one of my favorite um, game masters, as I, I call him, is going to be at the show too. Um, and he puts out a comic book called Knights of the Dinner Table. Um, mm-hmm. Jolly Blackburn, um, creator of a uh, bunch of games. Um, my favorite of which is, you know, it's a role-playing game, um, the, the whole um, Hackmaster system um, is really great game. If you like role-playing, it's a fun, fun, fun game. Um, it's a little deadly. You don't get attached <laughs> a little to deadly. Um, don't, yeah, don't get attached to your characters. But the um, uh, Knights of the Dinner Table has been one of my favorite comic books for years and years and years. Um so if you if you like gaming and you play gaming regularly or you used to, find a copy of it somewhere of, of any of them, and you will recognize the characters immediately. Like that's Bob is George, and George is you know just you know these people, and it's so funny to read. Um, yeah, that's the end of that stuff. But Jolly's going to be there, and I'm really excited about that. I've got the first appearance of Knights that I, I want. I'm thinking about getting signed, but I don't think it will get graded because it's essentially a Xerox. But um, I've got my nights number one through 20. I'm uh, thinking about bringing down there. Sorry, I noted out for a second. 
<laughs> that's quite all right. That, that that's the reason why we love you. That's the reason why we love things like that. Um, speaking of gaming, now this you guys can't actually participate in, but after you're done with your drink and drawing, you're ready to just kind of relax back at your hotel room. <laughs> Someone called you a nerd, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, AGP will have some of their members and a few of their sponsors hanging out in their hotel room after the drink and draw, and we will be hanging out. And for the first time ever, you're actually going to get to see us on a webcam as AGP plays Alien Isolation live at the Gem City Comic Con. So once you sit back and relax, if you have Twitch or if you have YouTube, you can go log into the AGP sites on both of those, and you can actually watch as I play Alien Isolation, as I play Amanda Ripley, trying to figure out what happened to my mother, Ellen Ripley, and I have to fight myself through a xenomorph. I'm going to die repeatedly. Repeatedly. <laughs> I am terrified. I don't think you understand. This is a very scary game. And, of course, on top of all of that, oh, the, everybody that's sitting behind me will be constantly trying to scare me and make me scream. So it's going to be quite entertaining to watch as my fellow sponsors and AGP members try to scare me where the game isn't trying to scare me. So I already appreciate them all so much, and they're all already in trouble. So there's a lot of gaming going on. But one of the things, <laughs> I won't try, I will do. Okay, well, that means there's an AGP member in the chat room. Jeez, thanks. I appreciate <laughs> that. Oh, it's Snow Wolf, the guy who wants to put a shock collar on one of my AGP members while we're at Gym City. That that could be interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to be confused and a little afraid now. Yikes. <laughs> but moving from gaming... Gem City Comic Con has had a tradition for the – how many years now have you been doing the Heroes Initiative with the show? Um, I don't know exactly. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say six, six or seven. Yep. But, again, you guys are back, and uh, you guys will be continuing your tradition of having the Heroes Initiative fundraiser, charity auction. Um, yep. That's going to be on Saturday at 3.30. Um, you can bring cash or credit to make your purchases. Uh, we do not accept your souls. I'm sorry. Um, we're, 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 we're all <laughs> we cool do. on those. <laughs> we do, but the, but Hero Initiative can't resell them to, to – to, <laughs> raise money with but they're, they're already stocked up on those and we can't find any more buyers so we're going to ask for cash or credit cards this year <laughs> right <clears throat> and of course bill gladman and rachel gladman and frank rayner are back in the front seats uh taking care of that amazing auction uh you can get some amazing things that are donated from many of the creators that are going to be at the show um if I if if I work tediously, even AGP will be donating something to this. So of course, make sure that you take the time out to go check out that because one, it's a lot of fun for you to be able to get some items that you may not have realized were there and at a really good price. It also helps raise money for a really good um, charity, and because Jesse's here, he's going to tell you what the Hero Initiative does. Go. Um, I just pulled off of. The website. I got. I got distracted. Um, you got distracted. You don't know what the hero of, initiative is. No, no, no. Of course I do. But I, I wanted to ask you about something first. The um, are, are you going to bring some more Cthulhu um, towels? <laughs> um, 
I know those are popular, but we're actually probably going to make a pillow this year is what we're trying to do. A Cthulhu pillow? Yes. That's that's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't actually been to the auction in a while because it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a little hectic at that time of day, but um, I would... I would I would try to make a maybe I'll, I'll ask to put in a silent bid for some Cthulhu pillows. I would like a Cthulhu <laughs> pillow. I'm on the phone bed. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna try um, and do a Cthulhu pillow this year, um, mainly because we actually. So there's this amazing woman out there who um, you may have heard of her, Stephanie Forney. You ever heard of her? I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> well, she came up with she. He's just seeing it, ha. Um, she made a thing. She made a comment one time about making ATP uh, towels, like we did the Cthulhu towels, and it was actually funny because we actually made a set and I sold a set online. And after selling the set online, I got five more requests to sell if they could get some AGP towels. So we were stuck on making AGP towels, and then we ran out of towels, so we decided to go pillow this year. Right. Well, that's that's cool. If they're they got Cthulhu on them, my, my daughter doesn't know that she loves Cthulhu yet. But uh, <laughs> as soon as I start giving her some more stuff, in fact, I, I you owe me some pink towels, don't you? Yes, I still. I, yes, I know. There, I there is a list that my mom has from shirts to badges to towels. But unfortunately, my the AGP mommy has had the flu for the last two months. Yikes! Like, fun being sick. No, she's been sick for two months, and like every time she's getting better is right when the weather gets really crappy again, and she just gets it right back. It's right. not helping her at all. So she's been yeah. out of commission for a while because she's been trying to. She, we've got a thing that we're trying to do for Hasbro Productions. We know. Um, I think there's three sets of towels. One is yours, and Mom does not want to give you anything crappy, so she wants to make sure that she has focus on yours. And now she's working, and she's still trying to get the badges, and now she's trying to finish the pillow for um, the heroes. And which brings us full circle back to the heroes. <laughs> um, no, the hero initiative. Can, mind if I, can I step in now? No. I didn't mean to cut you off. The um, the uh, hero initiative is a, a, a charity um, run out of California, and they're all over the place. And there's a, there's an office in Columbus or a, a team in Columbus. And what they do is they they raise money. Um, to give back to creators who have fallen on hard times, either through illness or um, age. Um, when a lot of these are artists, you know, they become artists or whatnot, they don't, their, their contracts don't usually include things like pensions and health care and, and the retirement plan is not great, I don't think, um, especially not for o- older um, uh, creators. So, you know, sometimes they fall in hard times, and they use a little bit of help. Um, and it's a by supporting the Hero Initiative, <clears throat> you you give back um, a little bit to to someone who gave you a whole lot. Um, and you know, the example that I always use is, of course, Josh Metters. Um, he's one of the reasons that we we got hooked up with him in the first place. But um, Gene Colan, who did so much with Daredevil, sort of made Daredevil Daredevil. Um, 
and they helped him out a lot, uh, you know, um, in his in his winning years. So I'm glad that they were there for him, and it's a, it's a great charity. It, Nick produced a lot of cool stuff too. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely come out, get some really cool items from some of your favorite creators or some of your favorite. Because um, everybody pretty much donates from creators to th- the vendors to even some of the gaming people that are going to be there. Everybody kind of pretty much donates something there. And, you, and like I said, you could get it at a really great co- price, and it's for a really great cause. Now, with that, other things that are fun to do at Gym City are these are these these are the epitome of wonderful things of going to a convention. There's panels. There's panels for everything at Gem City Comic Con. Now you have two panel rooms going, so there'll be like two panels pretty much almost every hour for both of the days. From technically I've got three panels <laughs> panel rooms. Um Wow. Well it was it was because they, they didn't space out right because um I wanted to give the Hero Initiative a little bit more time to set up uh and they tend to run a little bit later. Um, and I still had Saturday's the full, full day. Um, Sunday's a little bit more spread out only because um, uh, we we had run the same panel uh, a couple years in a row, and it was not stale, but I just said, well, let's come back when we have another idea. Um, so the Sunday is not as full, um, but I think that the, some of the um, some of the, the programming on Sunday is stuff that you couldn't find on Saturday. Um, that right. meaning, like, there's a there's a an artist um, spotlight on Barry Kitson on Sunday because uh, you know on Saturday he's going to be tied to his table either at the Hero Initiative booth or at his booth, um, you know, signing autographs, doing sketches, and you know all that. Um, as where Sunday, sometimes he has a little chance to pull back and breathe a little bit. He'll have time to step away from his table and and attend the panel, you know, thrill people with some storytelling and then head back to his booth or whatnot. <laughs> but that's something right. that we couldn't, they couldn't be there on, on Saturday. But you got to be there on Sunday to see it. Of course, <clears throat> if you're going to Gym City Comic Con, you want to be there both days to get the full experience. Trust me, it's, it's the most fun you'll have the entire year. Trust me on this. But when it comes to the panels, you have everything from uh, there's a voice acting panel, there's actually a live Gym City podcast, and then they're doing a Q&A after that. You've got people who talk to people about running a comic slash toy store. Of course, you know, uh, there's going to be the costume judging contest. You have uh, a bunch of the creators from Victor Dandridge and Howard Mackey and Dirk Manning doing their things about how they got into the industry, um, their things about creating comics. You have um, another podcasting panel with members of AGP, UVN, and the Gym City podcast going on, talking about how they got into podcasting, the things that they use and what they do to move forward. Um, you have just wonderful things about being inside the writer studio with David Anthony Kraft. Um, and so there's a lot of different types of panels, a little bit with everything um, going on. And you also have one um, for a new convention that's coming uh, to the Dayton area uh, called the Doctor Who Convention. Yes, I'm, uh, I'm interested. To, I'm, I'm actually going to that show. I'm a, I'm a fan of Doctor Who and I just kind of want to see what they what they what all they have planned. Um, that's and that's a Patrick thing going on. So yep, I can't wait to see how that turns out. 
So if you're looking for Jesse from about noon to one, he'll be in that panel. <laughs> right. Uh, and it's, it's, it's right after, I think it's the next weekend, or maybe it's like the 7th and 8th or something like that, but it's, it's like the week after that. So that's timely. It's good to I have no I on I honestly I've heard about it but I haven't actually had any time to really look into it so I'm going to find out information on it when I get to actually talk to Pat. Gotcha. Cuz I haven't seen anybody since last year. I'm 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 jonesing jonesing for a convention so bad. It's not even funny. It's been so long. It feels like it's been a millennium since I've been to a show. It, it's now, weird because, like, the last real show that I did, you know, prior, after Gem City last year, is I did um, I did Detroit. And then because um, we had a busy schedule with the kids and stuff like that, I didn't do any more shows. Like, I don't think I set up at another one um, all year long. I mean, it's maybe some little shows and stuff. But uh, And then I went to Baltimore with uh, Nate, but I didn't set up. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of miss it. I'm, I'm I'm going to have a chance to get out more this year, but yeah, you you tend to miss shows. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, of course. Um, now you guys have had uh, tickets on sale uh, for quite some time. Uh, yep. They are still on sale online. When do the tickets stop being on sale? I know this one. Don't I'm not I'm not looking at the computer. I want to say tomorrow, the fifteenth. Tomorrow is the fifteenth. No, I, I thought do you have the answer, or am I you? Want me I don't. To... I'm asking it, you because it doesn't say oh, on the website. That's why I was it asking. Actually, it does say on the website. You just didn't read it. Um, oh well. I know I put it in there. I, it might be misspelled, but um, uh, I think the sale ends on the fifteenth. Um, and the ticket prices go back to eight or ten dollars until. <laughs> right, ten and twenty for single day or two day. Um, the prices go back up to full price after tomorrow night, and then on the twentieth is when we stop sending um, you know, ticket packages. The tickets will still be on sale. You can buy them um, online, and we essentially hold tickets for you at the will call booth. Um, so you'll still be able to buy tickets. So just. I'm just not sending you there because the one year I did it, people didn't get theirs and whatever, whatever. I just have a have a list of people that buy, um, and you just walk up there, show them their PayPal receipt or your ID, and you're off and running. You get your tickets well, and walk I, right on in. So I guess I know what tonight's plug is when we play Destiny tonight. Hmm. Get your tickets now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, tomorrow they're going – actually, that's the other thing about being sick last week is that for some reason, I, last week was a lot of ticket sales, and they all came in on Thursday, Friday, and I was wiped out. Saturday when I ran the report, it's just like, holy cow, I've got to do 30, you know, or, you know, whatever the number was. So that waited and waited and waited, and I finally was able to get them out Monday morning for – um yeah, but that was just that was miserable. <laughs> oh, poor Jesse. But if you yeah, get sick guys, from the tickets in, you get. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, guys, if you want to get your tickets, then you have till tomorrow night to get them at the discounted price of either $8 per day or 15 for the weekend. After that, it's $10 per day or 20 for the entire weekend. So make sure that you get your tickets either tonight or tomorrow night. I get them tonight so you don't forget. You know, you shouldn't procrastinate because then you might lose out. So make sure if that you, you get, get them. Tickets. Yeah, if you don't if you don't get them at the sale price, then don't worry about it. Just just show up and and pay at the door and bring cash because I, I I pay the tax if you bring cash. But yeah, don't uh, just buy them at the show if you don't. Cause I'm I'm tired of mailing these. It's been it's been a lot of tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I'm I've got I've got one more page of uh, Wonder Woman stamps left, and I don't want to have to buy another one. So, just if you don't get them tomorrow, just just get them at the show. Just come to the door. Okay. That's, that's... I, I love the fact that it's not. I only I only have one thing of stamps left. It's I only have one thing of Wonder Woman stamps left. Do you not understand? He wants to keep his last thing of Wonder Woman stamps. People, come on now. Well, they, they're they're actually pretty cool. I like. I, I've got I've got a page of those that I set aside, and then I've got you know the other forever comic book one stuff. But yeah, I always buy this the the. the the hero ones, and for a while there, I couldn't get. They wouldn't sell me any of the Batman's anymore, and the Wonder Woman's weren't out yet. So a bunch of them have uh, a bunch of the tickets that went out went out with Star Trek stamps, which is that's cool too. But that's that's all I got to say about stamps, really. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of things, like you said, Gem City Comic Con is about the comics. And if you go over to the Gem City Comic Con website, you actually can click a thing that says shop. And one of the things that Gem City Comic Con does is they actually do sell CGC and CBCS graded comics. And none of them are under a 9.0 grading. And one of the reasons that you started doing this is, um, you know, we, that you understand that there's a lot of comic creators out there and their standards are rather high. Which is one of the reasons why you don't actually list anything lower than a 9.0 on, that web, on the website. Right. I mean, it, most of it, they're, they're mostly modern books um, and some of the remnants of some really nice collections that I had. But the modern books, you you shouldn't, if you're collecting a modern book and you're not going to read it, you want it for investment, there's no reason to have anything lower than a 9. Um, if you have an 8.5, then either you can't grade books or, or, I don't know. It just it doesn't make any sense to me, especially with modern books. You can't have like I, I see I see them every once in a while graded like eight five. I'm like I don't know why you would buy that or why you would think that you should grade that. But that's that particular and that's that's more that's more dealer crap that, than taking this. But yeah, we list everything that's a nine zero um, or above. Um, and it's actually been it's been they've been selling pretty well. Not real fast, but because they're expensive. But um, People seem to like how I package them, um, and I've had a couple of return sellers, people or return buyers. They say that no one ships books like we do, um, and I guarantee they don't. Um, I don't. That's because Jim all. City. That's because Jim City Comic Con loves comics, and we do comics right. Right? I got that Yay. right. Right? That's okay. right. <laughs> we do comics. <laughs> but some of the some of them that you have there, I mean, you have uh, Where Creatures Roam number one, which is graded at a nine point four. You do have Preacher number one, graded at a nine point six. A Batman a Batman's Adventure, Mad Love, gra- um, at a nine point eight. Um, of course, The Dark Knight Returns, signed by Frank Miller. So yeah. I mean, 
And then one of my favorite comics that I have, but mine is definitely not graded as yours is because I've read it way too many times, X-Men number 141. And I've got 142s, and I've got them in 9.6 and 9.8. And part of it is is I'm not tooting my own horn too much or, you know, bragging, but I'm a pretty dis- um, discerning grader. So if I were to go up there and, you know, pay to have the money for something graded and then offer it, you know, if I had that, like, that that 142 at 7.5, people would think of, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Versus, <laughs> right. You know, you know and I, I I do a little bit. I've made some mistakes, but, I mean, um, if you're going to encapsulate a book, it's got to be the right book. It's got to be it's got to be 9.0 or above. And above there, you get really into rarefied grades anyway. I mean, it's hard to find a book like, like I, I don't have it listed right now, but I've got a Comico Primer two that's nine eight, and for those who don't know, it's a it's first appearance of Grendel, and it's a black cover with a black all black back, and to have that book in a nine eight <clears throat> is it's not impossible, but I mean it's really hard because a black cover will show any crease, it will show oh God. any dent, any fingerprint, anything show on there. And it takes off on it. And then they're, you know, comic books are all paper. They're hard to keep in that perfect condition. Well, I spotted that in the wild, and I said, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I know a little bit of what I'm doing. Um, so, uh, some people would disagree. My wife, for one of them, for sure. But, <laughs> you know, I... I, I I want people to be confident when they buy from Gem City Comics or off the website is that I know what I'm doing and you can you can trust me. <laughs> Believe me, it, they're 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 nice comics. Believe me, his comics yeah. are really nice, and it's actually really funny when I've ever actually helped you like at a show, and I go thumbing through his comics, and I go, wait, my co- wait, so wait, my comic looks like that. One. Wait, oh. Because if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't even know I actually had some decent comic books. Well, you've been collecting a long time, and you you know you collect what you love. So, that's, that's well, what I would. I did go through that one period where I bought every comic book, whether I was reading it or not. Back when I had right. money, so like I bought like every comic book, and I like realized like there's a couple of comic books out there that you have that I never read that you had graded, and I'm like, that's worth how much? And then, of course, I think we had the conversation of, like, you said, why don't you sell it? Because I'm a collector, and I'm a hoarder, so I don't sell anything ever. Right. I just keep it. It just sits there. You should see my inventory. My inventory for my comic books is on not one, but two little USB sticks. That's ridiculous. Why? You need big, you need you need you need a bigger USB stick. They make those in gigs now, by the way. <laughs> I have no idea. I just know what's on two of them. So um, when I go to a show, I stick the USB stick into the computer. Then I do a control find and I type in the creator's name, and it gives me the list of all the comic books that I need, so I can pull them out from their boxes, so I could take them to a show. <laughs> wow. What? That's, that's well, nothing. That's part of what attracted me to comics as I got older. Is that I can file them, I can put them in order, and you become a completionist. And <clears throat> yeah, it's, it, it feeds into your uh, into my you know anal retentive uh, 
passions. <laughs> I, I I have told you since I've met you, if there is anything I can ever do, like if you want to ship me boxes, I will organize them for you. That is fun for me. I love cleaning and organizing. It is a sick, sad obsession I have. I If I could get a job just cleaning and organizing somebody's crap, I would love that. Uh huh. That sounds like a that sounds like an idea. Not that's just for like, me, but I mean, that that sounds that sounds like <laughs> if you enjoy it, yeah. I, I bet Do you have an like extensive that. comic book collection or CD collection or album collection or toy collection that you want organized? I'll do that for you. Let's do this. It's been Goodbye. it's been a long time since I've filed comic books like I used to. Um, I started doing some I don't know about a month ago because I've got a series of shows to get ready for. Um, but I, before, before the kids were around, it was, you know, every night after dinner, you know, coming up to a show for two weeks, go downstairs, file comic books for two hours. And I got to be really, really fast at it. Um, and then since then I haven't organized a comic book collection in forever. I've kept buying them because that's what I do, but organize them is a whole nother story. I've probably got, huh? Coming up on 200 long boxes of comics that have not been sorted. <laughs> so, how do you, when you sort yours, how do you sort yours? Just by name, or how do you do your sorting? Um, I break them down a couple different ways. Um, first, I, first, first pass through, you pull out any keys, stuff that can land on a wall, or stuff that might have potential later on. Like right now, like what, I'm, what I've been doing last week is I was pulling out um, Vertigo books um, because Vertigo's making a comeback in the back issues, uh, things like the Sandman number ones, the eights, um, of course, all the number ones, um, the American vampires, the scalped creatures, that stuff. You pull those out first, and then I break them out by Marvel DC or their imprints, like Vertigo would be a DC imprint, and then mm-hmm. and then uh, Dark Horse Image, and then anything else. Um and then you, you try to break it down a little bit so people that are looking for certain things don't have to skip through. You don't have to look through all the Marvels to find G.I. Joe. I've got G.I. Joe over here, you know, and I've got those mixed with the the Devil's Due, the, the IDW, the Marvel. You know, they're in there by volume. Um, and then stuff that, like, stuff that skips around labels or uh, imprints, like, like that, like Star Wars, you've got all those together. You'll find the Dark Horse, the Marvel, the new Marvel, all together in Star Wars boxes. Um, I break down, you know, them by age sometimes. Like there's Silver Age, I pull those out and put them in a Silver Age box. So if you're looking for Silver Age, you don't have to look through, you know, 20 boxes of modern stuff. I've got boxes labeled just Silver Age, stuff from the 60s, and I do that for the 70s. Um, I'm on the on the cusp of doing that for early 80s stuff, not quite yet. Um, and then after that, after they're broken down into big chunks, I put them in alphabetical order by um, like as they are in the Overstreet, with one exception. <coughs> the Overstreet puts the annuals at the back of the titles. Like you'll have Amazing Spider-Man one through you know, whatever it is up to today, and then the annuals listed at the back. I put the annuals at the front just so when you start in the A's, you go through the annuals first. But that's that's the kind of minutia I'm sure your listeners want to know all about. <laughs> hey, 
it it gives us an insight as to how obsessive compulsive you really can be. I mean, I can't say anything. Mine are all organized by the publisher, um, like the, the, the company. So DC or Marvel. So they're organized that way. So I don't like if it's Dark Horse Star Wars, it's with Dark Horse. If it's Marvel Star Wars, it's with Marvel. So it goes Marvel and then the title and then um, number. But, of course, you know, volume one issue ones before volume six issue one. So it goes by their volume and then their numbers, and that's how mine's organized. And then I have a little um, cardboard that has a tab that tells me everything, every where each separation is and on that tab, I can lift it up, and it tells me everything that I have on that little tab. Right, but I mean, if you're if you're shopping for comics, you want to you want to know that all the Star Wars are over here. Um, but my my personal collection is straight alphabetical by title. <coughs> Marvel, DC, Independence are all mixed together. Um, it's just you know I've got my personal collection is about fifty long boxes, and those are straight alphabetical. Um, and then my other little, what I call my set-aside books or my investment books are just thrown in a box. <laughs> <laughs> I've got eight boxes of, of eh, about eight that are just thrown in there wherever there's room. I'll, I'll dig those out another day. Um, books get lost in there, too. I was looking for, because I was, I had a full set of Grendel around here somewhere. I couldn't find it. I had two copies of uh, The Killing Joke for Sprint. I lost those years ago. There they were. <laughs> They're there. Oh, dear um, God. It, it, actually, by losing those, I say I made some money because back when I lost them, they were a $20 comic. Now they're more than and that. now? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, the, um, and my Dark Knights. I forgot all about those Dark Knights. In fact, if you look on my website, I've got two of the Dark Knight um, <clears throat> returns that are signed by Frank Miller, and it's, but it's the three and the four. And somewhere along the lines, I sold the uh, two or the one and the two that were both signed because they were all in the same collection, and I sold those out. I might have sold those for, you know, a, a thirty dollars set. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was huh? I don't know that was a long time ago. I, long, I, I made long money time on ago. it then, but <laughs> but you're going to make more money now. <laughs> right, that's what I mean by sometimes you lose books, and when you find them, you make more money. And it is funny because as being a collector, you watch the you. It's funny because you sit there and you go, "Oh, my comics like making." When you're when you're still at your collection phase, not the I'm actually going to give it away. You watch your comic go up, and you're like, "Man, that's." What, and then your comic plummets, and then sometimes it comes back up, and then it plummets again. You're just like, "Uh huh, uh, right. great." <laughs> it's like, can I just get the comics that like never plummet? I, but I, 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 I have a favorite story about a book like that. Um, does anybody remember Fish Police? Yes. For a while, Fish Police was a huge book. It was very popular. People were looking for it. It was a $20 book when, you know, books cost a dollar. Um, and that was such a hard book to find. You know, I, I remember going all over the place to find copies of, of Fish Police. And so then years later, I, let, I leave comics and come back to it. <clears throat> and... It seems like everywhere I look, there's fish police. Every <laughs> every collection I buy has a, a run of fish police in it, and it's just it's and, and you can't sell them. I mean, they're still great <laughs> stories; they're still really fun, but you just can't sell them. But, oh well. 
My, I think my favorite comic book story for most people is the death of Superman comics. Oh, my God, you can't get rid of those for anything. Right. You just can't. <laughs> like, they were, like, the biggest thing. Like, everybody had to have it. Superman dies. Oh, nobody wants this anymore. Nope. Absolutely not. When, when I first it, got back into comics, I there was a I had an opportunity to buy a case of unopened Death of Superman, and I remember and I had remembered that those shipped with a variant in them, the, you know, the chromium or the silver one. <clears throat> and I went through and I well, I bought the case that man that could be in there, and it never occurred to me that somebody took those out already. So I had yeah. a case of them, and it's all Death of Superman, and you know they're. It's a $15 book, maybe. Um, but I still have a case of them. I still have it. Because I don't want to show up at a sh- show with a case of them. It'll just drive down the price. But nobody's asked right. me for it either. But, oh well. I, just, I always thought it was hilarious because I was watching... Um, it was huge back in its day, and... It was just so hilarious, and then I was at a free comic book day thing, and nobody, and I mean, like, they were giving them away as a free comic book. I was dying laughing. I thought it was hilarious. But, and of course, on top of everything else, we talked comics, we've talked about the things that are going on. Of course, we are almost out of time, but if also, if... Looks like you have prizes for the costume contest. <laughs> I've held on to those things long enough. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm going to wait till I make some money on them. <laughs> it's a grudge match now. You will make money for me. You will make money. <laughs> That's just funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, of course, if you don't have the money for a CGC-graded comic um, and you already got your tickets but you still want to show some love to Jim City other than coming to the show, you can also purchase some of of their T-shirts online at JimCityComicCon.com. Just click T-shirts. Yep. And those, those, the styles that are up there now are not coming back. I'm not reprinting those. Um, I'm... Trying to work up some new designs for next year. <clears throat> and, of course, we'll have uh, T-24 produce them. But once those uh, once those are sold, I'm not reprinting them. Unless they're real popular. And then I'll reprint them. But <laughs> or maybe if someone goes, pretty, 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 please. No, not even then. <laughs> um, I think you, you already have them. But... I already have mine. Yeah. But... Mm, Probably not. I've been, I've, Probably. Been, I've been flogging them for a while now. Um, so, yeah, once those gone gone away, they're gone. All right. So with that in mind, we are down to the last two minutes of the show. Is there anything else that you want to say about Jim City or anything else that's going on at the show that we might have forgotten to mention? The only thing that I would like to say that comes to mind is that I probably – forgot a lot of stuff about the show (laughs) during this conversation and so please 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 ask amanda or go to the website it is it's all on the website somewhere um and if you have any other questions (coughs) uh, you can always drop me a line at one of our social media thingies uh, that amanda is going to rattle off and then uh or um, use our comment form on the website and i will answer you 
to the best I can. That's all I got. So, and of course. And, of course, the reason why, if, in case of those of you who are not aware of our relationship, not only as AGP a sponsor and the and um, the the official podcast of Jim City Comic Con, but I actually do work for the show. Um, you kind of promoted me to manager when you didn't want to talk to the television people last year at the show. Thanks for the promotion real quickly. Here, throw on this shirt. Funk. That was funny. <laughs> I'll kick it out, by the way. Um, no, I, so, uh, the, the official te- – te- the uh, – the title is uh, your media strategist, I thought it was, or something like that. Uh, head I'm communications with, director. That's what it head was. Communication I, I like that. Head communications director. I am the obedient servant of just no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the reason why he says that I will be mentioning where to find Gem City Comic Con is because last time I let him try this, he just eat it. You're right. And, for this, <laughs> and if you, if you don't know Jesse, Je- this this is a little joke between um, some of us. Uh, he sent up this thing. Um, what you were trying to do? What some inking or something one day? And you said that you messed it messed it up. And then I made the joke that you Jesse'd it. And then we started doing the most interesting man of the world. You know, I don't always do this, but when I do, I Jesse it, and it became like this wonderful phenomenon between all of us who love Jesse so much. Yeah, it's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. <laughs> but if you want to learn more about Gem City Comic Con, you can actually follow Gem City Comic Con over on their website, gemcitycomiccon.com. They are also over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Gem City Comic Con. They do have a, a Pinterest, but we don't actually use it ever. We basically use uh, Instagram, Twitter, and, of course, Facebook. Um, you can find all the information that you need there. Follow us. Follow for breaking news. Um, of course, you know, we also have the sister show, the Champion City Comic Con, so you want to follow us definitely there to find out when Champion City Comic Con will be coming to you. Um, all that, our, the, the Champion level. City stuff is going to be coming out at, uh, at Gem City. It's, it's going to be all over the place. You won't be able to miss it. But if you, but if for some strange reason, like you got abducted for aliens or something, and you can't make it to Gem City Comic Con, you can follow the website or over to any of our social media outlets to find out when Champion City Comic Con is coming. You don't know somebody could get abducted by aliens and might not be able to make it to the show. If Highly someone gets unlikely. abducted for aliens, I want it to be me. <laughs> You can't go anywhere because I can't do this by myself. I have too much on my plate this year. (laughs) (laughs) I've got panels to run, high-profile guests to take care of. I've got costume contests to judge. I've got my photographers there. I've got my ATP members working. I've I've got to make sure that all the volunteers are working right. I'm supposed to breathe during this weekend, right? Right. Okay. I, I I need to put that on my list. Remember to breathe. <laughs> so of course, make sure that you follow us all. T- and um, uh, we want to thank Jesse who came along. You didn't Jesse it. You didn't ruin the podcast. It didn't just crash on us. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say last time I was here, a bunch of guys kept getting on and cussing. Yeah, I I took care of that problem. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's amazing what you could do once you actually trademark something and um, copyright it, and no one and people start trying to mess with your stuff. It's amazing how quickly they run when they see that trademark and copyrighted stuff. Yeah, it's lovely. Plus, you know what that means? 
says it's AGP, which means Amanda Gillen Presents, which is my name. That means I'm copywritten and trademarked. I'm my own thing. No one can ever be me. Exactly. <laughs> so, Jesse, thank you so much for taking time because um, with you trying to get better over your upper respiratory infection and everything, we greatly appreciate you coming on here and doing this. And, of course, if you guys don't forget – Gem City Comic Con coming to you April 1st and 2nd at the Dayton Convention Center in Dayton, Ohio. It is one of the premier shows in the Ohio state. And, of course, you don't want to miss out on the amazing creators, the wonderful vendors, the gaming, the panels, the cosplay contest, and everything else that we have in store for you. So please come out, support your local creators, support some of your favorite creators, and support one of your local shows. We all greatly appreciate it. Right? Absolutely. (laughs) On that note, ladies and gentlemen, may the comics be with you, and you have a wonderful night. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.